You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss us being more disappointed in Bulls fans than we ever have been in Toronto Raptors fans. We're also going to talk about the Bulls' loss to the Warriors and the Ring of Honor celebration. All that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze, and uh, a host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code LOCKED on to get $20 off your first order. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And we know some of y'all got infections y'all need to clear up. But with that said, um, let's go ahead and get into the content for the day. Oh. oh, man. I had to get a laugh in here because I know we finna both go off. Oh, my God, bro. I, today was one of the most disgusting displays by Chicago Bulls fans that I have ever seen in my life in which they booed Jerry Krause during his, his, his him supposed to be honored and i get it right the thing with the, that frustrates me about this is because you have idiotic fans that have no actual understanding of the history of the chicago bulls that have let the fact of the last dance documentary make them think that jerry Krause was this horrible person which don't get me wrong the, the the decision towards the end to break up that dynasty, we all are upset about it. I understand it. We all would have loved to see the Bulls go for title number seven. But to ignore the fact and not understand how Jerry Krause was instrumental in building a dynasty here in Chicago for six titles and to boo him with his wife out there was disgusting. And if you guys were in the crowd, if you were there, if you were one of the people that booed, I don't care if you get in your feelings about it. It was disgusting and you should be ashamed of yourself. Listen, that was trial of activity. That was ban activity. And I y'all know what ban means. I can't say it on this podcast. Um, that was an absolutely disgusting display. That was something worse than I've seen the Toronto Raptors fans do. And and I'm a part of the fan base. I'm embarrassed to be a part of this fan base tonight because you know what? The run that's going to go around the world. This is the ring of honor for the Chicago Bulls in the 1990s. Everybody is going to be at your heads and you deserve every bit of it. Because you know what? If that was your grandfather, you'd be ready to swing. If that was your grandparent, you'd be ready to swing. If that was your father, you'd be ready to swing. Y'all know how Chicago is. Y'all were absolutely disrespectful. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Put your personal feelings aside. Oh, they broke up the the, the championship. And I, I wanted to be, I saw some people sitting there trying to say that, oh, this was on the, uh, the this is probably people that never even saw the last day or never even saw the championships live. No, this is, this is y'all that saw it. This is y'all that watched it. This is the adults in the room. Because you want to know what? Y'all the main ones that have been pushing this narrative for 40 years out here about how Jerry Krause is the devil and he broke up the beloved 90s Bulls and there was nothing. Half the Bulls team has come out and said it would have been tough to win seven. We'd have loved to go at it, but we were all kind of at the end of our rope. Phil Jackson was leaving for divorce, and you're mad at a dude that foresaw 
that that end was coming and left you in perfection. He brought us six championships, you ungrateful pieces of garbage. That's what Bulls fans are tonight. Every single one of those fans that booed tonight, every single one of those fans that booed his name, six NBA champions. It's teams in the NBA that ain't won one. We got six. You want to beat your chest about six rings. Oh, Michael Jordan got us six rings. We six rings. You ain't nothing. You ain't win. You want to know who didn't take a jump shot? You. You want to know who didn't make a single layup? You. Stop dick riding it. I didn't say it on lock. Stop. No, I, I meant it. Stop dick riding this man so much that you can't sit here and be excited about an honor. I'm sorry to David Locke and everybody that may get me a little bit of, in a little bit of hot smoke on this one, but you know what? I'm pissed off tonight. We're so worried about and listen, I get it. I, I think the Bulls dropped the ball in which Scotty, Michael, and Dennis couldn't get here. I'm willing to put that on Michael Reinsdorf. Pause. But you know what? Y'all want to sit here and be so upset about a man that put together a team that won six NBA championships for your city and half of y'all, that's the only identity you got in your life because that's all y'all ever talk about. Get up and go to work. I remember Michael Jordan back in the day. I ain't watched the basketball game since Michael Jordan left. You're not a fan. You don't rock with this team. You don't bleed Chicago. You're not, no, no, no. You're not C-Red. No, none of that. You're a piece of garbage. And as it was once said by Dave Chappelle, I hope all the bad things happen to you and only you. I, I mean, there's, I don't know what to say after. Like, it, it, it's, uh, it's truly disgusting. Like, it, it's truly, it's truly disgusting. And see the, the look on Thelma's face. Like, and, that, and, and it's disgusting because you're there to honor. All the players that you saw there today that were part of those teams that they were there to honor, guess who was instrumental in bringing every one of those players in here? Jerry Krause. It's basic respect. I get it. Listen, yeah. I, I'm not a fan I'm of Jerry Krause. Too. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Jerry Krause breaking up the Bulls. I would have loved to see him go for seven. Would have loved it. But you want to know what he did? He brought you six, you ungrateful pieces of garbage. Six championships. You think Michael Jordan gets those rings without him drafting Scottie Pippen? You think Michael Jordan gets those rings without him drafting Horace Grant? You think Michael Jordan gets those rings without him making the deal to go get Dennis Rodman in a situation where he's literally going, this guy literally almost ended Scottie's career. I have to bring him in here. How are you entitled by something that happened 20 plus years ago? And let's not let's not even forget going and getting Tony Kukoc as well. Like, it's just it, a move it, that the whole team was like, he's not worthy of being here. We gonna kill him in the Olympics. Yeah. Stop it's, it, y'all. Like this, this, this was honestly one of the times where I, I'm disappointed to be because all the biggest story tonight in a time where the Bulls that our history was supposed the same history that y'all booing Jerry Cross on was supposed to be honored. Guess what? Every headline, the people who haven't talked about Kobe all season, the people who haven't talked about the Bulls playing better, the people who, who were just waiting for the negative thing. Stephen A. Smith is going to have a field day. We're talking about Bulls fans on this. And you want to know and something? rightfully so. And you want to know something? Bulls fans sit here and complain about why people don't come to Chicago. It's y'all. <laughs> this is facts. Like, and that's the thing I didn't think about either. You, you ran think- Derrick Rose out of town. 
Y'all booed Derrick Rose when he first came. Not, listen, it's not everybody. It's not all of C Red. C Red is a certain section of Bulls fans that live and die by everything the Chicago Bulls do. When I tell you we're sitting here watching game one through game 82, y'all think me and Hayes do this because we got a show on this. No, we was doing this already. I was watching 82 games of 22 win seasons. That's C Red Nation. That's the fans that stick through all of this. It's not, oh, I'm, well, they're not winning right now, so I don't want to really check in. That, 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 that to me, the fact that there's a section of Chicago that will run anybody out of town that doesn't live up to the greatness that you've put in place. But the thing is, is they don't live up to the greatness. Yeah, you, most- you you worried about holding somebody else up to live into the greatness. You don't live for the greatness. Like it's it's disgusting, bro. It's disgusting, man. Like like I, and I expect better. We are a, a a franchise that respects hard work and grind as a fan base, right? And you have completely allowed that to go by the wayside because you are you people are idiots. Let's just be real. It was like it it was idiotic to do what they did tonight. There's no excuse for it. None. And as a Bulls fan, I'm disgusted. I'm going to tell disgusting. you this right now. Your team gave you back the energy you put into it. Positive Bro. energy begets positive energy. I fully believe that. You put positivity into the world, you get positivity back out of the world. Even in moments where negativity could be there. Your team gave you that back. That's just what it is, man. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just asking y'all. I'm not telling you to put all your feelings for the last dance and all of that away. I get it. Sure. Let, we wanted to run it back one more time. Cool. Yeah. I'm asking you to be a decent human being for five minutes. I'm asking you not to be a complete piece of garbage for five minutes. You couldn't muster that. Five minutes. Hell, five seconds. You couldn't muster clapping your hand. You don't got to. I'm not telling you to do backflips out of the stadium. You couldn't clap your hands together the same way you did for John Sally. Half of y'all forgot John Sally was on the Bulls. You couldn't clap your hands. Golf clap. That's all I'm asking you to do. Be a decent person. Don't be a piece of garbage for five seconds. I'm done with it. Let's go to the next topic. (laughs) Next up, we're going to be talking about the Bulls' loss to the Warriors tonight. Before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is Jace Medical. I know we've come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than one of my kids getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from getting life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, uh, skin infections, among others. This stuff could help any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. All right, Pat. Let's get to talk about a basketball game that was equally frustrating. The Chicago Bulls soar 75 points in the first half of this game. 75. Riding high, feeling good, all that type of stuff. And then they proceed to give up. 
uh, uh, 45, 48 points in the third quarter of this game where they only scored 20. When you look at everything else, the Bulls could have still won. That third quarter was absolutely atrocious and ugly, and the Bulls did fight back. Eventually, I think, getting the lead down to four, looking like they were going to make a run, but the Golden State Warriors came marching right back, and this is the difference between a team that has experience versus a team that's still trying to figure it out because Klay Thompson, as bad as he's looked this season, it was almost old Clay in the building today. <laughs> Everybody looked their best today. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Like, I, listen, uh, I had I had so many texts of the Bulls should trade for Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga tonight. When uh, we all know they haven't been these guys this whole yeah. season. Um, it it was listen. Like I said, it was a second half. One, I'm I'm not even mad the Bulls lost tonight. I hate to say that. I'm not that fan base didn't deserve to see them win tonight. So I'm fine. It, it is what it is. Uh, but two, on the flip side of it, um, a, a Bulls team that just didn't adjust well in the second half. And I do think that it, it's tough to say. I almost, and this is, does it sound like an excuse? Sure. Is it an excuse? Maybe. That layoff is something the Chicago Bulls are not used to and the Golden State Warriors are. Taking long half times is something you do when you have national games, when you have <laughs> championship games, when you have the Bulls didn't know how to come back. The Bulls came out in yeah. that third quarter and just like, what do we, we do? sat for 25 minutes. <laughs> I think I think in total, the 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 uh, Ring of Honor ceremony was 22 minutes. And it was just like, the Bull, you just sat for 22 minutes. Like, we got to go back out here and play basketball again? I thought 78 points was all we needed to put up. Uh, and it showed. And listen, in the second half, um, let's let's be 100% honest on this as well. Uh, Stephen Curry is Stephen Curry. No, for sure. For <laughs> I don't sure. know if I don't know if people know this or not. Now, when you let Clay Thompson turn into three years ago, Clay Thompson, that makes it a lot harder to come back in this game. But Stephen Curry was Stephen Curry. Like you lost in a game of greatness being great. Uh, there were times where Kobe White did everything he could defensively to be in the play. There were times where Zach Levine did everything he could defensively to be in the play, and Steph still knocked down a shot. So as, sometimes you just get beat by greatness, and that happened tonight. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I like I said, I hate to say it, I'm glad they lost. Yeah, I mean, I'm I know glad they the fan lost. Base. What did you think about the fact that Kobe White only got four shots in the second half of this game after being on fire in the first half? I think we're still having the same conversation, and it's it, that it is clearly time. Um, for the Chicago Bulls to move on from some of the veteran pieces. And oddly enough, it may not be Zach Levine. Now, yeah. Zach Levine probably ends up getting moved, but you can't have Zach, DeMar, and Kobe on the floor, and Kobe's going to keep getting shots. It's, it's, it's not a possibility, at least not with Billy Donovan at the helm. Yeah, a, a better coach could get that. Now, 21 shots for DeMar DeRozan today. He does score 39 points, six rebounds, uh, five assists. How did you feel about DeMar's game today? I thought DeMar played well. I thought DeMar looked good out there. Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't feel like he went to iso ball for most of the game. Um, I thought he looked better than the guys the Warriors had guarding him. But it, it, it's tough to say, right, because... At the same time, if he takes less shots and you put shots in the hand of your ball handler more, um, maybe you're able to get something done. But I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Listen, at the end of the day, you got outscored by a team that put up 140 points. Oh, what is it too much to ask for a couple of stops here, boys? 
I mean, the defense in the first half was solid, but like that defense in the second half of this game was like Taylor two teams. It was literally like that, like they had never played defense before. Like they were just learning how to play defense. Yeah, it, it was a it was a tale of two teams. Um, it got to a point where Alex Caruso literally had to chase him around. Now, I will say this as well. Uh, the referee crew tonight, my God. Uh, some of the calls on both sides. It's not just on the bull side, on both sides. I'm just like, this is what we don't like the the uh goaltending on uh what's his name? Jonathan Thompson's man, what is, what is that young man's last name? What is his last name? I feel like oh, I got one of those hyphenated names. He got a he got a hyphenated uh jet trait got all of it wrong. Uh Tracy Jackson Davis. Uh <laughs> That gold team, none of it you was had right. Three just, names, and you bro, didn't get one right. Out That's of crazy. Them. Didn't get a single one right. I had three names to choose one. Uh, Tracy Jackson Davis, uh, or Trace Jackson Davis, I believe it, it as they say it. Um, they called a goaltending on him, and I was like, "That's going up. That's that is a very clean block." Uh, and then on the other side, I thought that there was a couple of calls on Kobe White where it was just like, "What are you looking at? How are you calling fouls on this?" Oh, Stephen Curry's going to the bucket, so we're just calling fouls because he's Steph. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Defensively in the second half, I mean, we can't sit here and complain about the offense. 131 points from the Chicago Bulls. 131. Now, 58 points in the second half should get the job done. After scoring 75 in the first half, yeah. But if you give up 78 in the second half, it will <laughs> not get the job done. It's crazy, man. I also think, here's what I'll ask you. Uh, we're never going to see Drummond and, and that, that Drummond and Vooch uh, uh, tandem that we saw 22-28 um, minutes that worked so incredibly well again, huh? We're just never going to see that again. What drum? Well, they didn't play that many minutes together. No, no, no. I'm talking about when Drum played 22 minutes, Vooch played 28 minutes. Oh, oh, like oh, literally no. the perfect well, setup let's, let's for the be, Chicago let's be clear. Bulls. Today, they both played trash. Both of them were bad today. I it's, thought Vooch facilitated the basketball really well. He did, I ball. mean, and that's not to say they didn't do certain things right, but generally yeah. both of them just, to me too, this was a game where I expected them both to feast off the rebounds. The fact that Drum and Vooch combined for 12 rebounds, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. It wasn't good, uh, especially, I mean, you got out-rebounded by a team whose tallest player, is is it Trace Jackson Davis now? No, he's 6'8". It, well, maybe. Tall as Kaminga. Hey, Trace Jackson Davis might be the tallest player. No, no. Looney, 6'9". Hey, bro, still not taller than either of our centers, bro. <laughs> I, know, I know it's not taller than either of our centers. I'm just saying that that him and Trace J uh, Jackson Davis are the taller pl tallest players, and yeah, we no. shouldn't have got out rebounded by five in this one. That's all I'm saying, bro. And there was a lot of opportunities for it. There was just yeah. there was too many opportunities that I thought bounced right into the Bulls' hands and then went straight through. So I just just a bad second half. Horrible in the, in the first half. half too, I think we got to point this out. Like while the the Golden State Warriors shot a terrible percentage from three in the first half of the game. A lot of those three-pointers were open. They just like Clay Thompson missed a wide open three. He airballed a wide open three. I mean, we've seen that all season, though. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying there was a lot of wide open threes that were missing. That was one of my concerns going to the second half. It's like we got to have better three-point defense because yeah, they missed a lot of shots, but they were good shots. They just missed them. And we saw that come true in the second half where they just killed us. Yeah. I mean, listen, I I you're in a position now with this team, and I, I think it's pretty clear after seeing Zach back in the starting lineup for a couple of games here, not to say Zach played bad, not to say that he, again, I thought Zach Levine was a perfect number two today. I really did. Uh, I thought he was the perfect complement to Kobe White today. Um, but you've got 
three guys who all needed to put up 25 plus and you couldn't win. Uh, and, and 50 points of, from your backcourt and 39 from DeMar DeRozan. And, and one of those guys didn't get five shots in the second half. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Just saying. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, listen, I feel like we've we've been so negative on the Ring of Honor, and there's a lot to be negative of. I mean, there's still the fact that the Bulls didn't orchestrate this around probably the three greatest players in our history. Uh <laughs> It's pretty tough. Like, I love Bob Love, but, like, come on, guys. Michael, Scotty, and and Dennis. Kind of important people here. Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Which yeah. Dennis? My God. Stop. Or not not Dennis. Scotty. My God. Stop hating, bro. Can't send a video? Can't get a video, bro? Well, you know, yesterday they released that video of, of Michael Jordan's son and his, his ex-wife <laughs> talking about how many times they get it in. So it was like, I think that was the, that was it. He wasn't, he wasn't showing up after that. That was like, the video. <laughs> bro, that video was hilarious. <laughs> Man, it's just Scotty just coming out of nowhere. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Uh, but before we do that, before we talk about uh, some of the positives that we could talk about with this Ring of Honor, man, we do have to tell you guys all about Prize Picks. Uh, listen, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America and the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If it's, it's just you against the numbers, instead of battling against thousands of other players, including including pros, sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch. The winnings roll in. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from specials leagues across a specifically created combo projection that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, you can get Zach Levine and Travis Kelsey at 10 and a half combo of three pointers made plus receptions. If you want to play alongside prize picks favorites like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promo tab on the app uh, where it says view entries for some of the biggest names in prize picks. So go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Repeat. Uh, I'm sorry. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Pat. So we talked about one of the, the bad sides, the only bad side of the ring of honor. We didn't get to talk a lot about the Ring of Honor itself, uh, the players that were inducted, things like that. Um, first of all, I know it's a it's a buzz thing right now. What do you think about the fact that both Scotty and uh, and uh, Pip weren't here? I'm um, Scotty and Pip. Scotty and MJ weren't here. Uh, yeah, Pip is what uh, Larsa calls. Uh, never mind. But uh, <laughs> I mean, you you got to plan better. That's just bad planning. I'm sorry. Like why? Why, pick, why you say it's bad plenty? Because the first thing you do is go, "Hey, Michael Jordan, you're the greatest player in yeah. arguably NBA history, and probably the greatest player in our history. Not probably for sure, the greatest player in our history. What days are you available? And what? If, and what if you would have said, "No, I'm good"? Because I don't think I don't think MJ would have come regardless. I don't think I. I just don't believe that MJ would have come. I've been you, saying that when people are asking, I'm like, I don't think he's going to come. You don't think that if you, like, cater it to him, he's not going to come? No. I don't. Like, MJ barely came when All-Star Weekend was in Chicago. And he was out. 
He literally filmed that thing. He showed his face. He was gone. You remember they showed at halftime, yeah, yeah, yeah. halftime of the All-Star game. He was out. I yeah. don't think, I just, I, I don't think MJ would have come regardless. He's become more and more recluse as time has gone on. I don't think Jordan would have showed up regardless. Hmm. I think Pip was on his way. I think Pip was literally packing his bag, and that clip came out of of, of Marcus and and Larson. He was like, you know what? I'm staying at home. <laughs> I think Dennis was riding the motorcycle and pulled over to record his video. Well, you know, well, Dennis said it was the weather. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, like through the blizzard, Dennis is just bandana going, riding the motorcycle, trying to get to Chicago. And uh, and and it's it just didn't work out for him. And he pulled over at a sports bar, knocked down a couple of shots, told somebody, hold my phone real quick, and I'm going to record this video. Um, I don't know, bro. Like, it, I just, if you can't get the greatest player in your history to come back, that tells you even more what a joke you are. No, like, I, just think, I just think at this point, Michael Jordan doesn't, he's not going to, he's not even about that. See, I don't I just, know about that, though, because Michael's come back for an honor before. What was it? He came back for the 20 year. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But the, you got to realize, like, literally, Jordan has become more and more recluse over the last, like, you only see Jordan now when, when he's drunk, when he got bottles of tequila in his hand, walking out of cars. That's when he gets pictures now. Alejo, here we go, baby. He barely showed up to games when he was the owner of a team. Like, come on, bro. Well, that team was garbage, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's I don't think you're wrong in the sense that he's become more reclusive. I don't think he would have stayed for the whole game. But I do think he probably would have come for the honor. Now, he might have plain lands. He takes it during the first half to the stadium. <laughs> Playing lands on top of the United Center while the basketball game is happening. Michael gets out, comes into the stadium, immediately walks back out once it's <laughs> over. He might have Steve Curtis. He might have came out of the locker room for the last four minutes. That's hilarious, bro. He like, I, yeah. Steve Curtis. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, I don't think that Mike, Mike would have showed up regardless, bro. I just, and maybe that's just me. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it like this. It's this hard line stance where it's like I'm right and everybody else is wrong. Yeah, yeah. I just look. I'm just, I'm just reading the tea leaves. You might not to be me, wrong. You might not to me, be wrong. I, I just, I don't think Michael, Michael would have showed up regardless. I they could have, they could have called Michael and said, Michael, you pick the date. Michael would have picked the date and it's still not showed up. He would have picked the All Star game and be like, "Mike, we're not we're not playing during that." Oh, it's the only damn free. Uh, no, but I'm the, I'm not gonna lie to you either, right? You couldn't have worked this out with the NBA to do it at the All Star game if you felt like Michael couldn't have got like this is no because I think I think that that would have set a precedence of every team or major franchise trying to do. And keep in mind, Ring of Honor is franchise exclusive, and more and more sure. teams are going to be doing that because less teams are retiring numbers. I don't think the NBA would have let any team do that. I, now, I, think, I think a team that holds literally the player that even the NBA, now LeBron James, all the great things that he's done, all that, the NBA still thinks Mike's the greatest player of all time. True, true. But I, don't I think, think they, they would have been like, we get Mike in the building? Bro, Let's I, go! I, I think I think you are very much overrating how much the NBA gives a damn about Chicago Bulls honoring their oh, players. It has nothing to do with the Bulls. <laughs> nothing. Only has to do with Mike showing up. And again, they probably would have been like, Mike ain't coming to this crap. Well, they didn't remember they didn't think Mike was coming to the top 75, you dig? And And then he he, just pulled up. But listen, but listen, 
That was that was purposeful. Mike pulled a power move on that one. He pulled a Kanye on that one. I'm not gonna show up. I'm not gonna be there. Hey, every- Mike, Michael, Michael Jordan just pulled up. Mike <laughs> hey, hey, Mike said, I Mike's had nothing else to do. I was around. I was close by. I was close by. Was that by. in Cleveland? Yeah, ain't nobody just in Cleveland if that's the case. Was that in Cleveland? Or was that in Utah last year? The Surrey Five ceremony. Was that, that two was, years that was ago two or years last ago. year? That was last that was year, right? Ago. No, that was two years ago. Was it? Yeah, that was. I think that was two years ago. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, uh, it is, it is. I will say this. The one it was part, in Cleveland. You are right. It was in oh, Cleveland. Gross. I was there for it. Uh, the one part about... Uh, that I guess surprised me and probably shouldn't have is when I saw Phil with a cane. And this tells me how much I think these guys are just God level people. So I was like, why does Phil have a cane? And somebody immediately went, he's almost 80. It's like Phil's almost 80. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Also, I am almost a hundred percent certain Phil Jackson smokes the the finest weed. Mary Jane. Oh, it's just, Bro, like literally, like it's it's probably and Luke Longley's definitely getting in on it with him. When you saw him sitting behind him, like he's getting in on that on that same. They're passing it to each other. Wait, hold on, I got the picture in here. Look at Longley behind Phil right here. To the, he to definitely right. he definitely just hit a blunt, bro. Like, bro, it's, it's, man, Longley's just like I haven't been in ten years, mate. We're we're here, baby. I also love how Luke Longley went from looking like Shaggy from Scooby Doo to older Shaggy from Scooby Doo. I'm about to say because because listen, uh, Matthew Lillard also looks like that now. Like he, <laughs> right. they have almost the same haircut. So it's just older Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah. Uh, shout out Bob Butterbean Love. I thought that was really cool, and A Train being there. Um, hey, listen, listen. A Train has seen better days. Hey. <laughs> we finna Bro. fry a train. Is that what you? Bro, no, do? I'm not frying a train. I was like, what are we I'm doing just, right now? Hayes? I'm just saying, I would not be surprised at all if when a train left, he immediately fell asleep on the on the, on the Uber back. He was barely up there, bro. Like, like, I'm surprised that A Train wasn't leaning to the left as they hey, were bro, the picture, I said it bro. earlier in the show. I'll say it again. How many of y'all didn't know John Sally played for the Bulls? That's hilarious. I guarantee you there's a good chunk of the, of the audience that was like, hey, what's the dude from uh, Bad Boys doing out there? What is he doing? No, he plays. He plays. What's that dude from Real Husbands of Hollywood doing down there? <laughs> like, no, it's not J.B. Smooth. That's John Sally. He was down there. Oh, uh, no, man. It was. Listen, I, I thought that uh, the Ring of Honor was a good idea. The execution needed work. The fan base made it worse. That's my takeaway from the Ring of Honor. Yeah. I'm done with it, bro. Did you just fall asleep a little bit? No, I just, no, because I'm still frustrated, bro. Like, I'm really still frustrated by it. Like, I almost said something. I had to stop myself because I almost said, yeah, the fuck the effing losers that were there. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad that our people, um, our, our, the legends in our history got to be acknowledged uh, like they deserve. And again, to, as we end this, uh, the ones that were in the crowd booing, you guys are despicable. Yep. And that's it. Thanks for checking on us. We're still a piece of garbage. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Oh, follow me on everything. I've the designer follows both on everything at Locked On. But it's probably going to lose followers tonight. It is. By the it way, is here's it is. how you know it's bad. No one's going to admit they booed. 
<laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Bulls. We are free and available on every podcasting app and platform, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. Peace, y'all. Peace.